0: On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, "'Peace be with you.' After he said this, he showed them his hands and The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, "'Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you.' And with that, he breathed on them and said, "'Receive the Holy Spirit. "'If you forgive the sins of anyone, "'their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didemus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah. The Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. This is the gospel of the Lord. So, I just want everyone
1: to put their hand in front of their mouth for me, please, to start with. And I just want you to take a deep, big breath in and breathe out really fast. Just do it one more time. Big breath in and breathe out. So who thinks theirs was the most powerful breath in this room? Anyone like to to put their hand up and admit that they think they've got the most powerful lungs? Vanessa? You because you're full of hot air. I'm not going to comment on that. Well, we can't really tell who had the most powerful breath in the room. So I thought I'd use a more tried and tested method. So I just need some volunteers to come up the front Benjamin, please come up. You've got to be able to lay on the floor. We need some older volunteers as well as younger. And if I just shake this, you might have an idea that you might get a bit of chocolate if you come up. So please do come up for me. And if you're happy. Thank you, Mike. Come on, Dad. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Rob. Lovely. Have we got any more smaller people that want to come and help? Vanessa? (laughs) Vanessa? Thank you. Right. So, Vanessa, you can be the adjudicator. Everyone else, I need you to lie on the floor for me. Kids, do come forward if you want to see this. On their backs. Yeah, that's fine. So, we're going to hand you each a Malteser. You can't eat it straight away, so just hold on to it. There you go. And what you need to do is you need to hold it over your lips, and then you need to try and blow it as far up in the air as you can. So if you can't see and you want to come forward, do come forward. Do come forward. We're going to do it after... Vanessa, don't eat it. Right. Uh, you've put it back in the pot now. Did you put that on your mouth? No? Okay. So after three, we're going to see who can blow their Maltese are the loudest. The loudest, the highest, I should say, shouldn't I? If you want to stand up or come forward, please do. Right. After three. One, two, three. Oh. I think we might have had a tie break between Rob and Dad, yeah. Dad being Mark. So we better, we better do a second round with yeah. the two. Round two. Round two. So let's see who's, who's done it the first. <laughs> Everyone else, you can eat yours. Right. One. Uh, you've both got them in your mouth. They're supposed to be on your lips. No, it's between Mark and right. You have to balance it on your lips. That might be why it was a bit, bit of an unfair advantage. Right, one, two, three. <laughs> right, Dad's went forward, Rob's went up. So Rob's went the highest in the air. So Rob wins. <laughs> yes, and you can share them out. If anyone else wants teas of the box will come round. That's fine. They're from my nan, so you can thank my nan if you ever see her. Okay, so in comparison to us breathing out on our hand or our lovely volunteers breathing up that Malteser as high as they can in the air, I wonder if the disciples knew what was happening when Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit over them. And I wonder if they noticed a change, maybe in the atmosphere, Atmosphere maybe felt a bit calmer, less worried, or just a bit more peaceful. Jesus explains earlier in John's Gospel that he will send the Holy Spirit and Jesus promises that we will not be left alone on earth when he goes to heaven. We've just heard in today's reading when Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit over the, over the disciples. But we also celebrate Pentecost in the not-so-distant future, which is when the Holy Spirit comes down like a blowing wind, a violent wind, not a gentle breeze like how I imagine it in this reading. Oh, Sorry, I forgot my slides. So That's our breathing. I'll catch up. Here we go. And I was thinking about these chapters in John's Gospel, about being a bit like a graduation. Uh, This is me at my graduation in the middle, and then I have my friends Debs and Abby. Uh, We used to get confused as twins, me and uh, Abby, on our placements, which was quite funny. Um, And I know some people graduate from nursery. Has anyone here ever graduated from nursery when they were younger? I know Abbott House do it. Mia's got her hand up. Anyone else done that from nursery or from school? Yep, Grace has done it. And you can see that Canterbury Cathedral's in the background. And has anyone ever been to Canterbury Cathedral? Pop your hands up if you've been, yeah, quite a few people. And it's a really peaceful place in there. And despite the worry that I might trip, or that my hat was going to fall off because I didn't measure my head properly, and I was balancing it, and the excitement when you go in, and you think, I've got my degree, I've got my degree, it doesn't really matter when you get in there. It's just a completely calming place. And you can really feel God's presence in there. And there's always this send-off kind of speech. And you get your scroll at the end, which you can see that we're holding. And this is what I think Jesus was doing in those final chapters of John. Graduating for me meant less supervision and working on my own more. A lot more responsibility. And Jesus was handing that over to the disciples to lead, to do the, to lead the ministries that he taught them about, and also to share the love of God with other people. And I'm not a runner, but if I was going to do a run at sports day, I would much more rather do the relay or a sprint to the long distance. I'm sure some of you might be with me in that. And when we look at this next picture, you can see the baton being handed over. And there's that bit of crossover time when you do a relay. And Jesus is handing that baton over when he he does these final few chapters in John. And I think really what Jesus is doing in this reading, he's handing two different batons over. And the first one he's handing over is God's presence on earth to the Holy Spirit, because he's no longer going to be on earth. And the other is he's handing the baton over to his followers and to the disciples to share God's word. And when we decide to be followers of Jesus and commit our life to God, we also get handed that baton over. So we did our big breath in and our big breath out earlier, and we breathe all day, every day. So Jesus sh- sharing and spreading the Holy Spirit in such a normal way isn't really as bizarre as it sounds when you first read it. Everyone breathes regularly. It's a normal thing. And we, do, and we can't survive without it. And most of the time, we don't even realize that we're breathing. So being, being filled with the Holy Spirit should be as normal and regular as our breathing, which we rely on to live. The disciples were scared of the Jewish leaders we hear in the beginning of this reading and Jesus comes to offer them that peace. And I imagine a big sigh of relief when this is what Jesus wanted for them and for us today. The disciples might not have known what it was exactly but I'm sure they would have felt something. Earlier in John it says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble but take heart. I have have overcome the world. And peace is described as freedom from disturbance. Freedom from disturbance. And that's a supernatural thing that we feel. And I just need my helpers now. I've got Vanessa and Andrew just coming up. I've just got another thing to try and help us understand that peace that we might feel. Are you all right to hold that? Andrew, are you coming up? You might have seen... Oh, no, it's not Andrew, it was Mia, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, Mia, I forgot. Andrew, there you go. No wonder you were slow, you didn't realise you were doing it. So Andrew's going to stand on the stage and blow some bubbles for us. Nice and high up on the stage. And then Vanessa's going to blow that fan underneath.
0: That's
1: it. One more. You can see those bubbles... Now, although there's that fan flapping underneath, a bit like Vanessa with her hot air, we've also got these bubbles, and you can see, they still look like a bubble. They don't change shape, they don't don't adapt, they might move away a little bit, but they stay the same. And this is a bit like the flapping that we have sometimes when we have feelings in us that we think, oh... I feel so angry or anxious at the moment, but we need that bubble, we need that peace, and that's what actually keeps us going and how we need to think of ourselves. You can stop now, it's all right. I think you've done your work out, Vanessa. And this is what Jesus wants for us, that peace, for us to be that bubble over the top of everything that's happening. And we see in this picture, there we go, the word peace. You can see it a few times in there. And these are the fruits of the Spirit, and the the fruits of the Spirit are the qualities that we want to have as followers of Jesus, that we try to live our lives having these qualities. And it's a tough list at times. Sometimes I look on there and I think, oh, well, I'm not very peaceful. I'm not feeling very generous today. And the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, comes to mind. And I wonder what we're keeping... If we keep these qualities who we're keeping away as Christians eating our apple each day. And when we ask God to come into our lives and we ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit brings that peace that I've been talking about. Sometimes we get it in that powerful wind that knocks us off our feet, and other times it's just that day-to-day presence of the Holy Spirit living in us, breathing in us. It settles and calms us so we can be sure of ourselves. And Jesus gives a clue of how to get this peace through forgiveness. So I've just got a couple of points for you to think about to take away. Has anyone ever been in a lesson or a revision session and the teacher says, read the question, it's giving you the answer. I've been in quite a few revision sessions. I think Jill's probably said it. Any other teachers in here that might have said that to their students at times? And Jesus does this here and he shares the peace with the disciples when we forgive and let go of these things we are holding on to, we get that peace in our soul, and we need to rise above it all and forgive it. Like those bubbles were above the fan flapping down below, we rise above it. And also, when we choose to forgive someone else, or ourselves at times, depending on what's been going on, it's the maturity, we become mature. And it isn't maturity related to age, it's actually saying, I'm making the choice to forgive and actually, actually not hold on to that thing that's actually tearing me up inside, probably more than the other person. So if there's something that you're finding hard at the moment and you want, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time or maybe have a top-up of the Holy Spirit, so to speak, then speak to someone afterwards. Speak to a friend. Pray. We've got our prayer ministry team, so come forward to them. And so I just thought I'd finish with a few catchphrases, so I hope this is going to work. If I say the first half, you're going to say the second. It's nice to see you. An apple a day. The Lord is here. Peace be with you. Just share the peace with a couple of people around you.